This is Ashley, and this is School in Life, a weekly podcast about life, love, and occasionally libations. This week in Mentor Moment, I wanted to remind you that Mentor Me Live is now available for you to apply to attend. As a reminder, Mentor Me Live is a two-day executive coaching experience for professional women in corporate, nonprofit, and educational leadership. Mentor Me Live is an amazing opportunity for you to go deep into your career development and work with me in person to design and take action on a career development plan. I wanted to share with you in Mentor Moment in this week's episode about two of my mentees who've worked with me and the amazing outcomes that they have gained through strategies that they've learned in working with me and strategies I'll be teaching at Mentor Me Live. First up is Christina. Christina is a human resource professional who came to me um, as a professional who was very bored in her work. She felt like her current work wasn't engaging or interesting, and she was so frustrated in the fact that she was job searching and not finding and securing new roles that were more interesting and more engaging to her. She also wanted to grow her career in HR in the tech space. She liked the fast moving and interesting nature of tech spaces and wanted to grow her career there, but she wasn't sure how to position herself as a top candidate in human resources in a tech field that she did not have experience working in. What she shared about Meteor programs is this. I'm so excited to share that using Mentor Me Accelerator Strategies, I was able to secure a $122,000 salary offer and a 10% performance bonus. I can't thank you enough for all of your help. The Mentor Me program gave me the confidence and the resources that I needed to hold myself accountable to my values. I can't wait to leave my toxic workplace. And then there's my mentee, Joelle. Joelle is a professional in higher education who is working as an area coordinator, a pretty entry-level position in higher education. Using Mentor Me strategy, Mentor Me strategy, she shifted from an area coordinator to an associate dean and secured an $18,000 salary increase leveraging Mentor Me strategies. She says, as a young professional, I was so nervous about taking this leap and positioning myself as an expert. Ashley, you gave me the strategies and the skill set to apply to higher level roles and successfully negotiate a salary that matches my skill set. These outcomes are normal, and I'm so excited to serve you as a professional woman as you look to advance your career. The place to do that is Mentor Me Live. Apply to attend Mentor Me Live at mentormelive.org. That's M-E-N-T-O-R-M-E-L-I-V-E.org, all one word. I can't wait to see you there. Next up, I'm going to be talking about, and I digress, I'm going to be talking about out of reach. So often as professionals, we have hopes and dreams and goals and desires for our career, and I wonder if sometimes we feel like those are fantasies or dreams, or maybe they're just out of reach for us. And I think that sometimes we have to deal with what it means to reconcile, not getting what we want. And also sometimes we have to deal with what happens if we actually do get everything that we desire. And both are challenging, right? Both can be really awkward. And so I just wanted to talk through what that's looked like for me over the course of my career, what I've seen it look like for my mentees, and maybe 
um, you can relate to some of the things that I've seen professional women struggling with as it relates to like things being out of reach for them. And then, you know, what it means to try to reconcile if you never get what you desire, but also how to deal with getting what, getting everything you desire and the, the awkwardness that can come from that as well. And specifically as it relates to, let's go through this from a life, love, and libation perspective. (laughs) So, you know, in life and, and as it relates to life, I often, you know, obviously hear talk a lot about career. I think that, you know, women talk about, you know, I need to make more money. I need to make more money. And their desire to make more money is often tied to so many things. Like, right. Like I want to move. I want to buy a house. You know, I want to start a family. I want to grow my family. You know, I want to have more flexibility, right. Their desire to make more money is often tied to other things. And it's not, like those things feel so far out of reach for them with the salaries that they have, or, you know, it's like, I want to be, I want to be known as someone who's an expert in my industry. I want people to see me and value me. You know, I'm tired of being overlooked in my work. Right. And and the goal is like, I want to gain visibility and authority. Like I want um, to be the go-to person. I also want to be paid like the go-to person. I, I, I want to stop being invisible, right. In my career. Another thing that I often see is that there's just a lack of harmony in life and work, right. There's no, there's no balance. There's no security. It's, you know, it's all over the place and it doesn't feel harmonious. Your life doesn't feel harmonious. It doesn't feel like you have balance. It's like up and down and all around and you just feel overwhelmed and exhausted all the time. Right. And peace and joy and ease, right. Those things that you desire feel so out of reach. And so what I want to invite you into as it relates to life is just to imagine living the life you once thought was out of reach, right? Imagine gaining visibility and authority in your career and no longer being overlooked for major opportunities. You know, imagine achieving the salary increase of $15,000 that's aligned with your skill set while being able to prioritize your family, your health, and your financial freedom. You know, imagine finally being able to secure harmony in your life and work, right? Not balance, because I feel like work-life balance is actually just a myth, but harmony is something that, you know, shows, creates opportunity for ebb and flow, but also make sure that all the primary things are prioritized. Like imagine if that was possible for you. And, and I guess I just want to invite you into the fact that it is, it absolutely is possible for you. That's available to you and it's not out of reach. Right. And it may seem out of reach because you're like, oh, I don't know how to get there. And I don't know the steps to take. And I don't know what it means to advance my life and career in that way. But that doesn't mean that it's out of reach. Like just because you don't know how to do it doesn't mean it's out of reach. It just means that you need to get some help doing it. You need to, you know, work with someone who knows how to get you there, how to leverage what you already have to get what you want. And so I guess I just want to remind you as a woman to woman and certainly as a mentor that those things are not out of reach to you, that they're available to you. And the magic, and I guess like what's special is that you will get them and then you'll want to go higher. You'll want to go, you know, you'll want to advance. There'll be even more for you. So I think 
you know, what you are, what you desire isn't even the peak for you, (laughs) I guess is what, is what I want to share. Like what you desire isn't even the peak for you. Like there's so much more for you than you even realize. Like the life that you desire isn't out of reach. It's not unavailable to you. And when you get there, there's just higher heights. Right. And I think that that, I hope that that excites you. I hope that that, that lights a fire under you. I hope that that drives you to take action because there is, there's even more for you. As it relates to love, you know, I think that I remember at some point, like maybe it would have been even earlier this year, like I was in a public space and like a stranger or not a stranger, like somebody I knew, but like somebody that I don't know well or whatever, they kind of like greeted me with a hug. And I was just like, I froze up. I was like, oh my gosh, like, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to react to this because I hadn't been and this sounds like awkward, but like I hadn't been touched by a stranger like or you know someone I don't know well outside of my immediate family for a long time, right? Because of COVID and because of, you know, just social distancing and masking, like I just hadn't been like embraced like that by somebody I didn't already know in a really long time. And it was so awkward. And I forgot how affirming casual touch between people can be like, I love, you know, a hug from a, not a stranger again, but like, you know, I, I appreciate like a hug from a good colleague that you haven't seen in a while. I appreciate, you know, a hand on the shoulder, like good to see you. You know, I, you know, I appreciate some of those non-sexual, non-sensual, sensual touches just like out in the world. And I used, I felt like, even though I froze up and I was like completely awkward because I was just like, oh my gosh, you're touching me and COVID. But I think that like I, and even when I watch TV, I was telling a friend this the other day, even when I watch TV now, I'm like, oh my gosh, where's their mask? Like, because I'm so like, even though obviously it's TV, like why would they have a mask on? But I'm so used to like going out in the world and being masked and seeing people masked that like when I watch my TV, which is, you know, my world in my mind, you know, as I, you know, just, you know, decompress or whatever. I'm always like, oh my gosh, like freaking out because they don't have, (laughs) they don't have masks on. I'm just like, what is happening? You know? And so I don't know, I guess if you are like me, if you're still having trouble, like reintegrating into the world, like reintegrating with people you love, you know, you know, dealing with the loss of loved ones, you know, due to COVID or other reasons over the last year and a half, I just want you to know that like, you know, being loved you know, the engaging with colleagues or maybe people you don't see every day, like that life will return to us. It's not completely out of reach. And for some of y'all, y'all like, and I'm glad it's gone, right? Like (laughs) I didn't like, I didn't like those encounters. I don't like small talk. I don't like networking. I don't like, you know, whatever. But for those of you like me who like thrive in those spaces or enjoy like connecting with people in meaningful ways, I don't know, like I missed it. And I felt like maybe I would never get it back. Like, I think in the depths of Kovisha, I just felt like, oh, like, I might not ever get this back. Or like, we might not ever connect again. Or like, maybe things won't return in person. And even though I love the convenience of virtual and online, and, you know, not having to go into the office, you know, I love so much of that. You know, when it comes to like friendships and relationships and connecting with people, I do love getting in person. I do love that energy. And, you know, honestly, that's why I'm so excited about Mentor Me Live because I haven't been able to connect with my mentees in person. You know, I started Mentor Me in 2019 and grew it, you know, over the last two or so years. And yeah, I just haven't had the opportunity to ever connect with anybody I've worked with in person, really. And so I'm just excited about that energy. So it's not out of reach for you. It's available to you. You know, we still want to remain safe and vigilant. 
But I guess I just want you to remember that like if you desire community and connection, it's not out of reach. If you desire that it's available to you, if you want it, you can go get it. You don't have to shy away from it or pretend you don't care about it. It's not out of reach. And when you get it, you got to reciprocate it. You got to keep it up. You got to nurture it, right? But just know that it's not out of reach. Just know that it's available to you. So I just hope that this conversation was affirming. If you felt like things were out of reach for you, if you felt like you can't get your hands around your career or friendships or connections, just know that it's achievable and it has to be nurtured and reciprocated. And sometimes you have to make an investment for it, but it is available and there's nothing like getting what you once thought was out of reach. And I digress. And last but not least this week, I want to talk TVT. And this week, I just want to remind y'all that Lee Daniels ruins everything. So, you know, I talked about our kind of people, I think an episode or two ago. And I was excited about it. Love Yaya, love her work, you know, love. Well, I shouldn't say love because that's not true. Morris Chestnut is okay to look at. I actually don't really think y'all that, but he's fine to look at. It's fine. And yeah, like Papa Pope is a classic, but Lee Daniels, oh my gosh, watching him direct this is so painful because he takes every single trope like about Black Twitter and black women and women and their father i mean like i don't know it's like watching tyler perry put something together like it's just oh child it's painful it's so many bad one-liners and like cliches and i don't know it's just oh lee daniels lee daniels lee daniels i just I don't know. I'm so excited to see Black people on TV. And actually, shout out to, let me talk about something I do like. Shout out to The Wonder Years. I think it comes on ABC. Don Cheadle voices the kid and what is his name? Dulé. I can't, I think it's Dulé maybe. He is the father on that show. So good. Like Black people, dark-skinned Black people in the 60s. Every story ain't about trauma. There's a woman, a Black woman with a master's degree in accounting, you know, in the 60s. And it's beautiful. It's so beautifully told. And the stories are rich and deep and it's funny and it's interesting. And then you got Lee Daniels. Oh God. So I can't even blame it on the actors and actresses. I can't, I can't. It's just Lee Daniels. He ruins everything please get another director in there for Yaya. Like, I want to see her shine. I love her work. She's so pretty to look at. Like, Lee Daniels. Lee Daniels ruins everything. Let me know if y'all agree. Like, if I'm tripping and you're like, Ashley, you're being hard on them. Just enjoy Black, you know, shows, whatever. I, I mean, I'm not going to listen to you, but I'm interested in your opinion. But I just feel like Lee Daniels ruins everything. And and Our Kind of People is another example of that because it's so freaking painful to watch. I'm still watching. I'm caught up. I'm going to keep watching because I want to support, but my God, Lee Daniels ruins everything. It's every trope, every one-liner. They keep talking about Black Twitter and like, it's just like, can you not? Can you not? Like, this is so tacky. Anyway, I digress. Well, that was another segment, but I digress again in TVT because don't get me started about Lee Daniels. That wraps up this week's episode of School and Life. As a reminder, make sure you apply to attend Mentor Me Live. That community and connection is available to you and you don't want to miss it. Thanks so much for listening. School's out. Class dismissed.